I keep a few dollars in a pocket on my jeans. I want the rubies, Prada. I want all the finer things. This ain't no doobie, but I'ma spark it up with extra heat. And I'm a red hot shooter. The way I hit you with the zing. Nonsense is all that I'll be hearing on the low. Try to play me once, play me two. Them times it's not gon' roll. I can give a damn, but fuck it. Make my head reach to the floor. Seen these haters looking on my gram, get out my zone. SOD on a come on, man. Y'all say this loud, man. I'm feeling so damn proud. Better just watch out, we gon' pounce. Keeping it real for the bros in town. OP with going. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by ProLineStadium.com, Atlantic Canada's only 100% legal sports betting destination. Your home for great promo offers all year long. Right now, get $10 when you wager $20 on any sport on pro line or stadium bets light up the scoreboard with up to $50 in parlay tokens each week now until November 26 tokens must be used by December 31st 2023 make your picks and earn your free play tokens play today at prolinestadium.com or download the ALC app must be 19 years of age or older please play responsibly 459 episodes you kidding me right now 459 episodes of the high button podcast i just looked today time flies where'd it go i don't know where it went you can, maybe you could tell me feels like the older you get the more quicker time goes it's slipping it's slipping away you got to take in uh, every day find the beauty run with it and uh enjoy yourself that's all you really can do because like i said the next thing you know you're gonna blink and uh Getting deep. Sorry about that. Holy smokes. I don't know where that's coming from. But uh, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back uh, to the podcast. Sports full effect. Baseball, hockey. I think tonight, 32 games. Sorry, 32 NHL teams are in action tonight. Can't wait for that. Shout out to Baron last night for getting his first goal of the season with the Montreal Canadiens. Um New Hook's looking good, too. I'm heading up to Montreal in January, actually. Going to see the Habs play uh, the Islanders. Go see Dobson. Dobby boy. Be a good maritime game, actually. There'll be a lot of maritimers. Um, that's not till January. I don't know why I'm talking about that. I'm living in the moment. Uh, tons going on in the world of sports. We're going to get into it. Also, a little bit about the company. we got to keep everyone at home updated of what we're doing. We, we think you're entertained by it, so we let you know every now and then. Um also talk about MLB playoffs. I love Bryce Harper's interview the other day. The guy wears his heart on his sleeve. I love that kind of stuff. Uh, some stories about the week. Myself, Jeff, in-house podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. We're going. This is it. This is it, baby. We are going. This is the High Button Podcast. You know, Jeff, when you're tired... And you're at a certain level of exhaustion, you become a little uh, loopy. And loopy in my uh, line of work and my experience with this podcast, I think is good because when you're loopy, you you just you you let your brain take control, and when you're mm-hmm. tired, you you spill the secrets. No, there's no secrets. It's just it your your mind. Your mind's just kind of in control. It's so tired, doesn't care really what comes out. It's just. You say what you say. Not that I don't say what I say anyways. If, mm-hmm. I don't even know if this is making sense. But when you're at a certain level of exhaustion, have you ever ran like a – that's a bad example. I was going to say ran a marathon, but you probably have, aren't you? Isn't that why you're tired, though, because you're running? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Not a marathon, but I'm training. For what? 
I don't know. Maybe a half marathon next. Oh, like the then, a, then a full marathon. Oh, that's easy. What, what, got, what got you into running? Oh, needed to get out of the house. Got tired of working out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wanted to change it up. I think running's a little more, I don't know, just like a little more fun. You can go out, do trails, do all sorts of different things. You're outside. Working out's cool, but a little, I have to force myself into it a little more. So I kind of made the switch. You wear headphones? I wear an AirPod, yep. I used one to, AirPod? One AirPod. And I've been listening to Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Light. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so good. What? And, and he, it's listening, so he narrates it. And obviously one of the greatest actors of our generation. It's awesome. You should try. <laughs> Going yeah. for a run. McConaughey. Yeah. You a fan? Yeah. I'm trying to think of the last thing. Uh... Interstellar? Yeah, that was a trip. Mm. Interstellar, they went to space. Oh, yeah. He and got then, caught in the void. Yeah, he was in the bookshelf for yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Dazed and confused. Oh, my God. That was one of his first big ones. That movie. <laughs> yeah. That movie is an escape. Dazed and confused. That just reminds like, you talk about, like, being at your parents' house and, like, getting an escape. Like, you just zone out to that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Days and confused. That was a good one. Yeah, made you realize that everyone else was kind of like, "What are we doing with this life?" It's a perfect movie for like the, your twenties, younger. Yeah. It's like, what are we? What am I supposed to do? And that's his age, man. He would just moved there. That was one of his first big breaks. Imagine having Dazed and Confused be one of your first gigs. Oh, it was his first. It was movie? like, yeah, it was one of his first movies. He was super young in it, super yeah. young. Yeah. I don't have anything against McConaughey. He's like, he's got, he's got that Texan flavor. He's got that. I think he's you, got that swagger. I think you'd like him, man. He's got a real swagger and the you way. Met him? No, when I'm listening to his auto, his memoir. So how does he get all the green lights? I don't know. It just powers through, powers through. So he, he runs you know, red lights. Yeah, he, he there's almost like there is no red lights. Like he was in Australia for a year living in this like Harry Potter under the bookshelf type situation with this family and instead of letting it break him down, he made it the most important year of his life, came back, moved to Hollywood, you know. He was going to be a lawyer. Just a just a very wise guy. Wise? Oh yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you'd like it. Yeah, I'll take a listen. McConaughey. Green lights. Well, you know what he did to write the book? He went off into the woods for an entire month, cut himself off from society, and wrote the, wrote and recorded the whole thing, and then came back and just released it. No help. I swear to God. Just out in the woods. It might have been even longer than a month. No connection. No Wi-Fi? Nothing. I don't even know if he had power. So like his wife and there. kids didn't know like, no, if he was they alive or th- not? No, they weren't there. No, it was just him in the woods to finish this book that he had been starting and wanted to put out, so... It's good. That's a luxury. Mm. You couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. No. <laughs> no. Imagine that. Just being like, all right, guys, I'm disappearing for a month to go write a book. That's some like rich people stuff. I know. I'll be, I'll be right back. I saw the other day that Big Brother Canada was doing auditions, a show I know I could go and win if I did. But I was like, well, the way, the, the way life's gone, I can't leave for two and a half months in the middle of the winter. So I guess that dream will have to wait on the Big wait on ice. Yeah reality show oh where they're stuck in the house yeah yeah i've been watching it forever i think i could win it i always thought i'd be good that that show big brother i I don't think i'd be good at but i think i'd be good at uh survivor yeah i think i'd be okay at survivor okay have you seen it yeah oh my god growing up that was my 
I think it was on every Thursdays. Wednesdays. Wednesdays. Well, maybe Thursday when you're growing up, it's Wednesdays Thursdays now. Thursdays or NBC or ABC something. CBS. CBS, one of them. Man, that was the show growing up. You just couldn't. I think it was Thursday. You just couldn't wait to get home. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm pretty sure it was on in the summers. You'd come home from wherever you were, like a day camp, whatever I was doing, Masquall probably. Mm. And you just know once it hits 7 o'clock, it's go time. Who is your guy? Because I'm. I'm a bit of a survivor historian, so I kind of know the eras. Uh, I'm probably curious. Boston Rob was oh, my yeah. guy. Yeah, I love Boston Rob. I loved uh, who was that? Roger, the big guy. Yeah, Roger yeah. Roger was a great guy. Yeah, there was a guy. That's for, way back. Yeah, this, there was a guy. Oh man, he's like a space cadet. He's from California. He was. I think he won it. <laughs> okay. Oh man, he was so uh, spacey. But he ended up just winning based off his well, one like you, you. There's no way you win that game without like grit, because once people find out you're good mm-hmm. and you know how to maneuver around people and manipulate people, they're gonna vote you out. So then that's when it kind of comes down to winning the challenges. So if you're good, you can only be so good as when it comes to manipulating people. You have to be good at challenges athletically and deter. Oh man, pretty it's just, much. It's such a great show. Oh, I know. I still it, watch it to this day. It's not just Big Brother. Isn't Big Brother just mostly? Is there challenges with Big Brother? Yeah, there's like challenges. Physical challenges. Yeah, they're a little more hokey. It's like in like what is little hokey? hokey is in like you know like memory puzzle stuff like that not like survivor physical where you're going out into the water and hauling back and then ring tossing like it was a little less intense but big brother they're in the house for you know 70 to 100 days with cut off from the outside world right yeah, so see, that's, that's the whole my issue. Yeah. The thing i like about survivor is that you have a beach and you can just kind of walk away for a minute yeah you can get your thoughts together that big brother i can't no i, can't, I need time to think there's like 350 cameras in the no. big brother house every single room has a camera that's all and there's live feeds so that's the whole thing the people at home can watch live 24 hours a day what through the, the entire summer yeah so wait a second so what if like yeah not in the bathroom yeah well the, so the deal is that like there's someone in a control room similar to me right now going from camera to camera and they'll have four cameras on at once so if someone goes to the bathroom they just won't show that camera, but say they go in there to talk strategy and not use the washroom, then they'll show the camera. And everyone always is wearing one of the mics that you use for the mic'd up, and it's all live for the entire summer. Are they allowed to, like, uh, you know, what the fuck? Are they allowed to? Yeah, they're allowed to do whatever they want. Yeah. It's just if you want to do it live on TV, live on TV no pretty way. much. Yeah. Yeah. People get suspended because they say, like, you know, race it, all these offside shit, right? So yeah. they'll expel them from the game. But if you get, you know, into that rhythm. No, see, that's not, that's too much. Yeah, you'd be done, eh? No, I need my space. (laughs) I need to be able to walk away for a minute. So that's the difference with Survivor is like it's an edited show. It's an hour long each week, but it's like months, months later. Big Brother is three times a week. It's live feeds 24 Mm. hours a day for three months straight. So I always have a theory different. about Survivor when they have to go into the middle of wo- middle. Of, they have to go into the middle of the woods to find like a a clue. Yeah. And I've always had like this joke about how like the camera guy's with them, or her, and the camera guy's going like over here, over here. Yeah, like, the, it's, it's over a thing. No, that's a thing. They like, talk so about how, that. How's someone gonna go in the middle of the woods and find something like? Yeah. In a in an oak tree, like a little hole. Like come I on. I know. The camera guy's obviously going, all right, Dylan, it's all dead right here. Well, what, well, what they do is the smart, the smart survivors will figure out kind of like they'll go on random walks. And if the, ca- the cameramen, they all know where the clues are or where the idols are. So if they see 
that the camera starts to follow them when they're going on their walks or they're like, or the camera are hustling each other up. They're like, all right, follow. Then they know they might be sniffing around it. If they go down a random path and none of the cameramen blink an eye and they just let you go off without a camera, you know, you're probably not close to the idol. So yeah, to your point, it's yeah, it's a hot and cold. Thing. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. You got to read it. You got to read it. Yeah, you got to read it big time. Yeah, so it'd be interesting. You want Survivor? They they accept Canadians. Oh yeah, yeah. They I just, just started. I like, don't know five how these people ago. get time off work. Yeah, I know, right? Like, what are they doing to be able to take? How long is the whole thing? Six months? Two months? No, it, it's probably it's it's probably around sixty days so for Survivor, months. and then probably around more like 110 for big brother they sequester you 110 for, days no, big they, brother that's another they sequester you for two weeks beforehand just put you in a hotel room cut off from the outside world and they chuck you in the actual game no. and it's however long you go until you get voted you know if you get voted out if you win wow. 750 grand though oh yeah yeah survivor's a million isn't it yeah survivor's always been a million wow big brother upped the price a few years ago did they yeah yeah, well, you know, Inflation. you, you got to get paid. If you're <laughs> yeah. taking time off work. Even if you're out first, you still got to make up what you lost. Yeah, and you make per diem too. So the longer you stay, like the more you, I think it's like, you know, a thousand bucks a week. Oh, yeah. So even if you don't win, it, but you stay till, you know, one of the last weeks, you're bringing home a decent chunk. Rea- reality TV is taking off, eh? That's oh, I love whole, it. That's It's pretty much taken over, I'd say probably over 50% of the television market. Mm-hmm. Like reality TVs everywhere. Yeah, everywhere you do something, there's probably a camera following you. What is it? Selling Sunset, and you got the the Housewives of New York, yeah. LA, Atlanta, every state. Yeah, Love is Blind, Love all the dating blind. shows. The Bachelor is obviously the classic. Oh my god, the, the dating so shows are many. crazy. Sarah has like Hey You or something on that thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I wake up to like Housewives fighting. I'm like, oh, what are we doing? No <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, reality TV, that's the real deal. I guess podcasts, that's kind of reality TV or reality internet. Like, is this is yeah, reality? In some form. I think behind the button would be like reality TV. Reality, like t- it. reality like cheap YouTube. Reality. Yeah. Yeah. I watched a behind the button of yours last night where you went to the Ford dealership and you delivered gifts and stuff. Oh, yeah. You were coming off in ear surgery. <laughs> yeah popped up on my thing i was battling and you were like you were like yeah this really fucking hurts <laughs> but you're out there in the big ford truck yeah it was freezing and it was like right before christmas i'm pretty sure yeah and i had to get the gifts out i was like santa claus yeah speaking of which those quarter zips are almost here check the ups tracking really? oh my god i can't wait they're gonna be a great christmas gift for everyone it sucked last year not having anything to give away not give away but like for people to buy yeah to give for christmas but you know it is what it is we'll be yeah. all right my mom yeah what'd your mom say my mom was like i gave her one of those bags like the new grocery bags we've got or whatever like the the tote bags and she's like oh thanks she's like you know what i was thinking the other day like maybe like you can get some high button stuff and we can send it out to the relatives in toronto and like those that can be like a part of our christmas gift you know what i mean just fresh out of ideas like you know 50 years into the marriage just like all right let's uh you know let's get her going hell yeah 35 years i guess more like but yeah so they were all over it. We it's a high it. button Christmas. I can't wait for Christmas. Yeah. Actually, we'll remember last Christmas because we had the ice jam right after. Christmas was stressing. Yeah. I remember I was getting my gifts and I just couldn't even focus. Oh, I know. I, I was the same way. I sound like a two-year-old. I was getting my gifts. That's all you thought about. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting my gifts. What'd you get? Oh, man. I don't, I, all I ask for is uh, gift cards. Because no one, I'm so picky. Mm. It's like thank, thank you. 
I remember I got you a gift once, the Florida Gator shirt, remember? Oh, yeah. Way Sarah back took in that, the day. Took it right from me. Yeah, I was about to say, I haven't seen that bad boy in a while. Oh, that's good. That's gone. I'm going back to Florida, eh? Oh, are you? Yeah. When are you going? Should probably let you know. When? End of February. No. For a week. Don't we have something end of February? <laughs> no, not really. Yeah, we got the end of february so like the 24th it's yeah like the 20 it's oh, like no, you're 26 right. to like the second of march how so funny just is that one weekend. We, we got nothing the 26th well yeah i tried to plan it that way well no i guess the, the day you get back we got a bunch of stuff it's like the monday the last weekend of week of february that monday to the to the next monday we'll figure that so out. i'll miss one weekend we'll figure that out um we haven't even gotten to the podcast we're just shooting the shit i love it hopefully people are still listening if so thank you very much I was listening to actually our podcast in the car the other day. I don't. I usually don't listen. Yeah. But I was just like, man, I got to see if these things are good or not. So I just chucked one on. They're not bad. <laughs> okay. Like it wasn't terrible. Like I was listening and I was semi-entertained. Yeah. <laughs> as weird as that sounds, like you're listening to yourself, mm. and you're just zoned out driving you ever drive and you 20 minutes pass and you're like whoa 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 how did i get here oh yeah it was like one of those drives so i think that's a good thing because you're just zoned out on the podcast dude i was thinking about this the other day when i was driving your car back from centennial when i had to come back here because we have the same car but you have your seat cranked up so high and you have the back so flat like oh, yeah? like you're literally like driving like 10 and 2 like this like when i'm in the car it's like an experience like i'm going seat warmers on i've got it all the way back like the back, like I'm leaning back. I've got the sunroof open a little bit, so I get a little hot and cold in there. You know, I get my podcast on or I put the radio on. I'm just cruising through the radio channels. Like it's an experience when I drive. When you drive, it's like. Yeah, it's point A, point B. I'm yeah. Right there to work. No, no. You're the guy no. everyone's honking at. No, no. Yeah, I'll be yeah. cruising around. The, I'll be cruising, but, you know, it's just, it's an experience. Like if I'm going to have to drive to Cape Breton or Moncton every other weekend and, you know, go yeah. to Centennial and everything, it's like I got to enjoy driving. I don't want to be stiffed back, no. pumped up. I'm not like granny 10 and 2 over mm. the wheel. I'm just up and I'm focused. I'm trying to get where I'm going. Mm. You should see, Jeff, I'm not even like, I'm not. You know, if you ask me right now, not now, if, if it's five o'clock rush hour and you ask me to get, where would be a tough place to get to rush hour? You know, if you ask me to get downtown Halifax in 20 minutes, yeah, I could do it. Like I'm all sitting here. Yeah, I, I, I could do it. I, I know these streets. I know how to get around. I know how to use a blinker right, left. I know how to drive. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm there to drive. I'm not trying to go through an experience. I hate driving. It's the worst thing ever. Why do you think I work out of my basement? I'm not trying. Yeah, you to... hate it because you're cranked up to the wheel with no, your back no, like it's no, on a no, friggin' no. It's other stretcher. Drivers. Other drivers are not. Whew. It's like you. We're honking at you. Like you're the, <laughs> no, you're no, there there's the no ex- honking. You're out there for the experience. I'm there to get there. That's <laughs> why I. But if I start trying to do what you do, I just overthink it. And I'm like, oh, if I cut off, I go down this side road, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, this was pointless. You know what I mean? Like. If I tried to go fast and all these things, it's like I may as well just sit in it and eat it and enjoy it rather than side street, side street, side street, stop, wait, this guy's turning left. Like I just always overthink it and it ends up being the same. No. I'm sure people can relate to that when you think you're cutting off time. Uh, Yeah, Google Maps really helps. Like It it determines traffic and where not to go. Yeah, Google Maps is one of the humanity's greatest inventions. It's crazy how people got around on paper maps back mm-hmm. in the day like how, how would i have I, I i would have no idea how to get to montreal right now 
in a car if I didn't have my phone. It's crazy how people did cross country <laughs> trips. Yeah. You're just holding up a piece of paper going, all right, yeah. this is New York. That's LA. We just got to follow the 107 yeah. and we'll get there. It's like, that's just bananas to me. And then yeah. you got to pull over and ask someone in the, in the gas station, excuse me, is, are we in Arizona or is this mm-hmm. Vegas? Like not, just, yeah. Like, like how do you, it's just not like, to mention, you don't really know like the distances that well, like on Google maps, they'll tell you you'll arrive at this time when you're looking at a paper map. It's like, this should take, you know, four or five hours, give or take. Like, you don't know. Yeah, you're just looking at your phone like, all right, it's 4 yeah. o'clock, so by the time 8 o'clock, I should hit Reno. Yeah. That should make yeah. sense. It's not like plugged in, you will arrive at 8.15 yeah. p.m. right on your doorstep of your hotel, halfway across the country wow. sort of deal. What an invention. <laughs> I know, that's like, what I said. That's up there with the wheel. You can't you can't knock it. It's up there with the yeah. wheel. Getting there. Think about it. What does the wheel do? It saves time because mm. you're getting there in one motion, straight, along, flat, yada, yada. What does the Google Maps app do? Same thing. Saves time. <laughs> takes away everything else. I'm not joking. You could put the Google Maps app up there with the wheel. I agree. I 1,000% agree. It's a beautiful thing. I drove across Canada based on Google Maps. Yeah. If I didn't have that thing, I might still be in Thunder Bay. Sometimes you got to get rid of it, though. Sometimes you got to just let the road take you. Or what does it know? Mm. You gotta sometimes you gotta let Jesus take the wheel. Yeah, you know. So there's been times where I've turned it off and I said, "I'll just try it by myself," because you got you know an extra thirty minutes to kill. So you just go, "What the hell? Figure it out. Maybe I'll pass a street I haven't been down before." Yeah, those are those rare moments when you have thirty minutes to kill. But like I say, when when, when those moments come about, turn the Google Maps off. See where the see where life takes you. I think when we went to Boston, we Google Maps it, didn't we? The oh whole God, yes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, dude, past Moncton, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah. Like I could get to Moncton. Yeah, and then you could literally be in Germany for all you know. Like no, it's the unknown. It's just it's the unknown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. I need a little help. That's like me when I go up Cape Breton and I pass Port Hood now, and I'm trying to go to Sydney. It's yeah. like it's like uncharted territory. Up until there, I'm good, but yeah. you know, shout out to Google Maps. Jordan Dumay. You kidding me? That comes back from Columbus. After whatever happened there, that mayhem. Gets hurt, unfortunately. Comes back to the Halifax Mooseheads organization. Puts up five points, first game back. Stud. What are you thinking if you're Columbus? Ooh, we made a mistake. Letting him go back down? Yeah. Or if you're the Mooseheads, you're just saying, thanks. Yeah. I guess so. He, I don't know. Is Columbus good this year? I, it's too early to tell, but... Not particularly. They weren't supposed to be. They got the second overall pick last year. NHL. I'm just going to go standings right quick. I'll see what Columbus's record is. Yeah, three and two. Whatever. Way too early to tell, but... Uh, man, that kid is special. That kid is special. Five points. And when I was watching some of the game on Friday, I believe it was... It wasn't like he was doing anything in particular, in particularly special. He was just doing everything right, mm. in particularly. Unbelievable, unbelievable how he was able to put up those five points. Does it with ease. It was almost like Drouin. Yeah, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But like, I remember when Drouin came back from camp after Tampa. One, he wasn't a happy camper, but he was just going through the motions, <laughs> yeah. putting up five points. And you're just like, why is he even here? Well, he should be in Syracuse. But I don't even think Dumay's old enough because Dumay's what, 17, 18? So we can't play in the A. Okay. That's why he's not there. He's either NHL or, or junior. He yeah. can't play in the A. But man, he's going to have a fun year. If he, man, world juniors too. 
Yeah, after you know? last year, he got cut. That was brutal. Oh, he's coming back. You got to, man. I, I'm telling you right now, if that were, if I were him, that pissed me off. Guys like that, they're not uh, let it fly by the seat. Mm. Dume goes to bed when his head hits the pillow every night. He still thinks of getting cut from the World Junior team. I'm telling you right now, especially after the gold medal they won in Halifax. Mm. But that, and oh. how public it was. Oh. Like in fact, everyone knows it happened. Like oh. it didn't slip under the radar at all. Oh no, he went home and he's hungry. I think yeah. he's still hungry. I watched a little bit of his uh, camp up in Columbus. They have those nice streams for, like, the preseason, like, against inner squad, or mm. they have, like, these mini tournaments against other teams, but played really well. I'm not sure what his injury was, but I don't know. For him to come back and score five points, that's not a fluke. That's a statement. I don't know who yeah. the statement's towards. I don't know if it's towards Columbus. I don't know if it's towards mm. the Mooseheads. I don't know if it's towards Hockey Canada. I don't know who it's towards, but it's a goddamn statement. Andy, I'm telling you that right yeah. now. And he's working with friend of the show, Jim Midgley. Obviously, he's the head coach, right, of the Moose. Yeah. And there's a picture of them, like, before this first game, like, chatting it up, I saw on Twitter. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, well, if you're, you know, Midge is, I don't know if Midge is saying, hey, Jordan, green light, go for it. Yeah, green lights. I bet he doesn't have that short of a leash. I'm pretty sure <laughs> five points you can, you know, he, he's going to have some fun this year. We'll see. I got to get to a Moose head game. They always play on Saturdays, though. Yeah. Hey, that's a tough go. It is a tough go. Saturdays? Yeah. They don't play during the week at all. Maybe every pretty now and then. I think isn't it Friday? Isn't it Moosehead's Friday night yeah, hockey? Yeah, Friday. Yeah, it might be Friday nights. I could tell you when uh Shibakta U13 play <laughs> plays though. <laughs> Are we doing that now? I got a call last night oh, about did it. You? They want it. Yeah. Did you? From Billy, yeah. So that's so funny. So, yeah, it's Saturday nights at 5, so might have to get someone to no. fill that one. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Said we'd see what we can. Saturday night at 5? Yeah. Might be well, a Well, we got a couple interns messaging me. Yeah, so it might we'll, be a loop uh, deal. We'll figure it out. That's sick, though. And yeah. then the goalie for the Mooseheads. Matthias Rousseau. Rousseau. Scorn. He's a goalie, and he put the puck in the net. Wow. What a, what a, what a thing. Unbelievable. <laughs> he took the puck and said, nah, this is my turn. He said, everyone relax. And he put the puck in the net. Have you ever seen a goalie like attempt that in I real have, life? I have, yeah. yeah. I have seen it in real life. Yeah. A couple, I see, I saw it twice. Once in junior. Ah, uh, maybe only once in junior. I, I, uh, I think my buddy Tommy for the max might have tried. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not sure, but I definitely saw it once, and the mm. guy failed miserably. Really? Oh, it was awful. But he like, but props to him. He tried <laughs> it. You know, he tried it. Yeah, yeah. It was sick. It failed miserably. It was funny. Yeah. It was very funny. Have you scored like a goal like on an empty net or anything from like your own end before? Like can, that you can yeah. remember? Like yeah. absolute hail marys. Yep. You look like an idiot if you miss because yeah, you look lazy. But I've I've scored from like my zones ringette line mm. that makes sense like the top yeah. of the circles yeah it's pretty good yeah i have good aim with like that stuff because of lacrosse mm -hmm. i have really good aim with lacrosse and somehow it transferred over to like those long shots i don't know how but it just stretch pass were you leading with yeah, stretch I, passes stretch stretch pass like that was a good player i just those long i just i don't know it's hard to explain i just could do it it's a weird weird skill mm. put it in the net but no uh uh, Rousseau, what a goal. Blew up all over the internet. That's awesome. And the ball's on the kid to do it. 
I w- I don't think I could. You tried it. The what was it? The third game, fifth game of the season. Pretty yeah. early, pretty early in the in the campaign, and he just said, "Yeah, I'm going for it." He's a stud, man. Yeah, he's such a stud. Is he? Yeah. You've met him? No, I just mean on the ice, like as a player, oh. like a stud player. Yeah, okay. Like, he's a good goal. Really guy. good, yeah. Yeah. You got in trouble with the Mooseheads the other day. I did. Yeah. You're trying to film their practice. Oh yeah, I did. <laughs> True. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, last Wednesday. Can't now, be doing that. now that we're doing the Woodlawn games. Check it out on the High Button Sports YouTube channel pretty much every Wednesday night there. The high school, the Mooseheads, RBC, Pad C, you know, that's their that's their rink. Can't be having the streaming cameras pointed for those. Yeah. We'll see. What those are Fridays? Those games? Wednesdays. Oh yeah, so that's not terrible. Yeah. That helps. Yeah. A little bit. I helps what? The schedule and you guys. Yeah. Um I streamed my first game at the form. Mm-hmm. How many years have been going at this company for? Almost like seven years. First stream ever I did at the Forum. It was awesome. It was special. It was up there in the, I don't know if they call it the Pat Connolly Press Box. No, the Pat Connolly Press Box at the Scotiabank Center. Yeah. But there's some really, I think there's a famous photo of Pat Connolly up there in that press box at the Forum looking down on God knows what game. And, uh, you know, everyone that listens to this podcast knows the Forum has a special place in my heart. And just to be up there with Sean while he commentated and I did camera, I, I felt like a kid again. Really? It was just, oh, man, I, I, I couldn't care less that I was there for two hours working. <laughs> like, I just I just had so much fun with it. It was a great time. The angle, like, it's a little difficult up there, but we're going to figure it out. And I think it looked good, at least on Sunday. Um, but, no, I had a great time walking down that little tunnel. I hit my head on the – Come on. What's it called there? The vent? The vent? Yeah. You know, I didn't care. I was laughing. I was still smiling even though I bumped my head. Yeah. Got down there. Sean was set up. Big smile. Big, well, sure. I had a bigger (laughs) smile than him. And uh, set up the tripod. The game got going. The the speaker system. uh, Like, I remember... I remember like I was at, well, we did it at Centennial the other day, but I remember I had to put like a little wire in up at the form there in the press box. And I swear to God, dust from the sixties fell out, <laughs> you know, and you're, you're just oh, like, yeah. man, like oh, I'm, I'm standing in history right now. I'm, I'm, I'm up in history and you just look around and you can't help but think, man, I, I just, you know, within the next 10 years, there's a possibility of this ring being gone. So every time I go back oh, and my. I do some of these, uh, these games, I'm going to, you know, definitely take it in, show up maybe a little bit early smell it you know talk to it ask it how it is because the form's taken care of me over the years for sure in terms of shelter in terms of loitering in terms of warmth even though it's a rink but you know what i mean in terms of free popcorn in terms of um growing as a man lessons learned on the civic and the form um it's given me so many lessons so whenever i go back into the form to do these halifax wolverine games you better believe I'm going to sit there and just, uh, like I said, breathe it in a little bit. Take it in because moments like that go away quick. And hopefully we put on a good product so other teams in the form hire us. We'll see. But no, shout out to the Halifax form. Really nice people too. Got to meet some of the staff. S- same staff since I was, Jesus, young. Yeah. You know, you just see them. They're, you don't know them, but it was cool to like talk to that one guy that opened the door for us. Like I've never yeah. talked to him, but I've known, I've seen him since I was like 12 years old, you know? That is pretty crazy. It is. We're in the form. 
we made it. <laughs> like, this is it. The picture of Stone Cold Steve Austin up there in the media booth, too. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And it's crazy that there's a beer bash of him in the Metro Center. With, yeah. I don't know. I had no idea that he was in the form. So I, I wonder, I should look I closely to see what year that picture was taken. Because I definitely could find out the year he was in Scotiabank Center. Mm-hmm. So it would be interesting to see, like, how many years before was he in the form compared to the Metro Center. Because yeah. if he's in the form... He, he only wrestled for a few years, like, less than 10. What? So it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, like, I between 97 and 2003 would be my guess. Why is that? He just like his... Bad knees. Oh, yeah? Bad knees. He kind of just left his mark and said, I'm done. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Same no. with The Rock. The Rock was only the Rock only ever was in WWE for less than 10 years. No but way. They were just superstars. And yeah, then it's just, just, you know... it takes such a, yeah. toll, uh, a toll on your body. Yeah. I remember I had a babysitter who was obsessed, like obsessed with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Obsessed. Like it would be, uh, my mom would drop me off. She'd go to work, and it would be, yeah, like Monday at noon, and this guy would just be, like, in his living room, like, doing what he did, like a grown man. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, he just, like, he'd grab, like, two water bottles, pretending they're beer, and, like, smash them, and, like... How old were you? Oh, Jesus, man. I don't know. I'm so, Time, age, I'm so bad with age. Yeah. Six... Like, you know how you have some of those early memories as mm-hmm. a kid? Like, this is just one of them. I remember just sitting there being miserable because it was sunny out, and I just wanted to go play hockey, like, in the in the parking lot driveway. But I'm sitting in this place while this guy's <laughs> watching wrestling, which is obviously a recording because it's Monday in the morning or at noon. They're yeah. showing wrestling. So this guy's there. Well, there's Monday Night Raw. That was always the big show that he was on. Yeah, but it wouldn't be on at noon. No, it wouldn't. So back then it's VHS. So yeah. he's recording it on VHS. For for all I know, it could have been the same tape. Because mm. I just always remember that Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin was on at my babysitter's like at a young young age, <laughs> and this guy was just like jumping up on couches like pretending to wrestle the air and shit. Like yeah. he would like there'd be two couches next to each other. He would jump from one couch to the other couch and like body slam it. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there going, dude. Like, I I had a trampoline. I was man. doing the same thing. I get it, but you're not supposed to be watching kids. (laughs) No, I wasn't. I was the kid at that (laughs) point, so it was a little more understandable. (laughs) Oh, my God. I remember coming home from those and just playing hockey. As soon as my mom picked me up, I'd just go home and I'd play hockey all day, all night. Because I was just inside. Mm. I was like, I just want to get outside and play. You a big road hockey guy? Oh, my God. I lived in my rollerblades. Lived. Oh, yeah? Lived lived i'd wrote my school was one street away elementary i'd put my rollerblades on just to go one street just lived in them and it was like the best part of your day was that was that no the best part of the day was coming home <laughs> yeah fair enough i i had a big issue when i what's the after school program like excel, excel. so i go to excel and i just hated it too <laughs> oh you were definitely an excel kid so i would just uh my head like i said my house was one street away so i'd always like sneak off and just just go. I just rollerblade home, and then the my, the XL people would call my parents and be like, "Yeah, I think Justin just went home. He's not here again." He, you know, and my dad would come home and just scream at me like, "We're paying for the XL. You gotta <laughs> stay at XL." And I'm there, and just kids playing tag. I don't want to play tag. Mm. I want to play hockey. My rollerblades are sitting in my cubby. Get the rollerblades on my hoot. 
and I'm out and I just oh, go boy. right I just go over to my house literally one street over I remember one time that like a teacher came and just walked over and got me and I just I, I just rollerbladed my driveway on my street all day shoot pucks shoot the orange ball just hockey 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 non-stop non-stop doesn't get much better no man it's a good time how much time are we at right now 33 33 minutes you yeah. want to talk about Bryce Harper yeah I like what he said we had this conversation about Bedard. It's like, what do you want the guy to say to sell hockey? Mm. And then I saw, it was I think it was that day, I was watching a post-game interview of Bryce Harper talking about how he loved to play in Philly, blue collar. Wasn't necessarily uh, controversial. Wasn't necessarily um, a great conversation with the media. It was just pure heart. Pure heart. Pure Bryce Harper. A real human he looked like. He didn't look like, he didn't talk like an athlete. He didn't talk like a... Like a guy like who's a, made five hundred million dollars. Yeah, he, he didn't talk like that. He 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 talked like a guy who really wanted to win the league. Mm. He wants to win an MLB championship. What do they call that trophy? World Series. No, what do they call the trophy though? I don't think there's no name I for the trophy. No, no, no. I don't think a lot. A lot of the other uh, leagues to. don't have like specific names, really. It's so like when you win the NBA champion is like the NBA world champs. There's no way. I gotta find that out. Search it up. So what do I type in? MLB trophy name. Yeah. The commissioner's trophy dust. That's what I'm saying, bro. They just call it. You win the World Series. The commissioner's trophy. Like you win the Super Bowl. Like you win this World Series. Like you don't really win like the Stanley Cup. You win. The commissioner's trophy. <laughs> no one calls it that. They call it the World Series. Yeah, no shit. Who the hell wants to go in a press conference and say, yeah, I got five commissioner's trophies. That sounds awful. Mm. Saying, like, I got five Stanley Cups. Yeah. Woo! Cup rings. Kidding me? I got yeah. five cups. Yeah. I got a commissioner's trophy. Yeah. That sounds like a blue ribbon award. For but it's more, your best. it'd be like, I'm a World Series champion. That's what okay. you'd refer to. Like, Bryce Harper is trying to become a, like a, World, a World Series, Series champion. champion. Yeah. Like a Stanley Cup champion, like a World Series champ. NBA champ, okay, Super Bowl champ. We're getting away from the point. <laughs> I remember back in the day. Why do I always keep talking about back in the day? Life was just so good, I guess. Those uh, privilege, those um, <laughs> those uh, Detroit, Colorado battles, and some of those mm. post game press conferences. Just pure heart, pure human, pure emotion, pure. I give a fuck. Mm. Just pure. I want it. I want to win a cup. I Not even I want to win a cup. It was I want to beat Detroit or I want to beat Colorado. It was just raw emotion. And I understand from the Bedard aspect of it, of what do you want the guy to say in order to sell the game? Game two, game, you know, what do you want him to say? I get it. It's, it's tough for him to sell his emotions. I get that. But watching Bryce Harper the other day in that press conference, I don't even know who asked him what, whatever. He just went on a rant about how he loves playing in Philly. He loves the blue-collar mentality. That's why he signed there for X amount of years, and he loves competing for those people. And the way he described it, I don't know, it might have been like a four- or five-minute rant, just the beautiful execution of words assembled together. And uh, it made me kind of, not that I'm not watching the MLB playoffs, but I'll admit I'm not glued to the TV right now watching mm. the MLB playoffs as the Jays aren't in it. You got a little bit of trouble of me sitting my ass on a couch to watch uh, to watch some baseball Yankees I'll, yeah, I'll watch the Yankees but Ugh, you know just gross. Phillies Phillies in Arizona like where's my connection to that but this is what we're talking about after that rant I watched the game the other day mm. 
I was like, okay, Bryce Harper's going to put his heart out there to the world, how he feels, his emotions, his determinations of what he wants to achieve. All right, I'm going to see how that plays out in an athletic an athletic standpoint on the television, the boob tube, as we like to call it. And it was a good game. Played his heart out. They lost game seven tonight. Fun fact. You, well, you told it to me. I'll give you credit. First game seven for the Philadelphia Phillies in 140 years. Yeah. I might make up the Philly cheesesteak tonight. Fil- oh, yeah? Fil- filthy Phillies actually opened up on Quinpool. Did they? There, That's yeah. a good spot. Maybe I'll go get one for the game. Have you? What have you been making? You been making your burritos? I'm always so curious. No, I, man, I, man, I haven't been. Uh, I just haven't been, been eating. eating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I won't even eat breakfast. I'll nibble for lunch and dinner, like whatever Sarah's making, and it's usually something light. Mm. I got to start eating more. It's bad. You used to be a machine, man. I know. But like when you got all these things in your head, it's like the last yeah. thing you're thinking about is food. Oh it's yeah, like, the weekend. Like the list. Like how many things we got? Today's list. There was one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's ten things on the list, and we got one, two, three, four, five, six things done. The podcast, which we're doing now, so that's seven things done. So there's one, two. There's there's still three things left after this podcast. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, what do you, you want me to go make a sandwich? I got to get the list done. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that is what I think the NHL is missing a little bit of during the regular season. Playoffs, playoffs are playoffs. Oh, yeah. Playoffs sell itself. People say that the NHL playoffs, even Americans will say they're the best playoffs in the world is hockey playoffs. Uh, I, yeah. You hear, you'll hear that. Even, like, mm-hmm. Definitely. The first two round, the first round, uh, yeah. the first first round, for, and the second round, that's the best playoffs. I'm trying to debate it with something, but I don't think I can. No. Other than like when the Jays were playing against Texas, I just love when the Jays are in the playoffs, man. Dude, they have they're like one and eight. Their last play, like their I last know. nine games. But I just I'll never you. forget that. Like I'll never like that the the Jose Bautista yeah. home run. Like that's my. And when Kawhi Leonard, I guess when it's just Canadian teams. Mm-hmm. You know that like that Raptors run, Kawhi Leonard hit the yeah the three pointer from the buzzer beater like yeah, that's ninety year old man out of a straw type stuff. So like, what about know? when the Oilers win this year? Will you have the same energy? Honestly, yeah, probably. All right, if a Canadian team is in there, I'm flying. I'm, just to, like, I'm flying to Edmonton if they're in the finals. Like, I don't care that this is what pisses me off about Canadian like this whole why isn't a Canadian team won. If a Canadian team's in the NHL Finals and it's Edmonton and you're a Montreal fan, grow the grow up, and you're cheering for Edmonton. Just, I agree. Just you know, just suck it up. I don't even care. Maybe Montreal, Toronto. Okay. What about Calgary? Calgary fans aren't cheering for Edmonton. Man, man, I don't know. <laughs> you See, need to this, know the inner workings of the fan base. This is where I differ from. This is where I differ from people. Mm-hmm. What I I don't get that. Like I, I, I will cheer. Eh, man, maybe I won't. I was gonna say I, I would never cheer for a competitor. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. To win the prize to that the prize Canada's been going I, after yeah. for like forty or like thirty years yeah. now. I might have to eat my words there. <laughs> okay, but that's different. But if if Vancouver's in the Cup final, and yeah. you're a Toronto fan. Yeah. What do you care? Yeah. You're cheering for Vancouver. Yeah. Even if you're an Edmonton fan, you don't care. Go for it. It's Canada versus I, it's Canada versus USA at that point. Uh, yeah, unless I'm, two Canadian. Teams I might be able. I might be able to move on Vancouver. 
the Leafs and Flames, I would. I wouldn't. What about Montreal? Yeah, I'd cheer for Montreal. The Sens, I'd cheer for. Ottawa, yeah. Ottawa for sure. Winnipeg, I'd cheer for them. Oh man, oh my god. Just Win- Calgary and Toronto. Everyone would cheer for Winnipeg. Yeah. Everyone, whoever, if they made it to the Cup Finals, everyone would. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah, Bryce Harper. That, 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 that. Sorry, that's just what I think the NHL is missing during the regular season. Just a little bit more. Um, rivalry a little bit more heart a little bit more you know and it, and it sucks because the nhl you know they'll, they'll, they'll fine you for speaking your uh your mind yeah and the nhl these nhl guys they're not making a ton of money and that must be frustrating looking at uh some of these nba what's the guy the greek freak just signed for 168 yeah, million for three years yeah you know like, 186 million 186 <laughs> yeah you know these guys can literally go up on the press box press boot media what are they what do you call it after they do their games there the media booth the uh the press the press stage and they can literally just mother f this mother f that t- say press how they conference. press conference sure say how they feel get fined 50k and be fine with it and walk away and you wonder why the nba no i'm not saying that's why the nba sells but what does america love sports and controversy it's two things that sell it for sure. Con- Athleticism, yeah. controversy. Controversy. When you look at cash. ESPN, what do you see every day? You see Stephen A. Smith talking about the latest. Ah, he's getting paid fifty mil a year. Why can't he do a layup? Why didn't he show up to team practice? What's he doing? He's making controversy. He's stirring things up. In Canada, a little different. In the hockey culture, which you know, even if you're playing in America, most players down there are from Canada. It's just not in our DNA to. Yeah. stir the pot yeah. it's our job to go home mm-hmm. or sorry go to work make our money go home provide for our family it's just it's a little different but i think wearing your heart on your sleeves cuts through all that bullshit if you told the general public how you felt kind of like i do now it would yeah. sell it would sell well 100 um, did you see sell. all the evander kane drama from the past week i love that. the oilers I that i loved it but that turned into the biggest like or like biggest story but ever in terms of other sports that's nothing i know, you know that's you see the, the guy difference from the, NFL the other day he goes that's you know I'm, I'm tired of this we lost seven years in a row I'm yeah tired. that you was know? pretty nuts <laughs> yeah and for kane to go oh, i didn't get a lot of ice time so yeah. i'm gonna fight it's like yeah. that's nothing but, but they made it was such a big deal no, man it's just it's crazy it's crazy what what people overreact about here but that's that's yeah. the that's the hockey culture we're in yeah but i love it because he wore his heart on his sleeve he talked you're gonna ask him a question why'd he fight answer truthfully he's gotta play better man that's not the point <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't care <laughs> the, the point is that he told the truth yeah the point is he actually said how he felt Mm-hmm. And I love that. It's true. You know, did. I didn't even hate it either as an Oilers fan. I mean, all the you know, you hear a lot about it in the news, which is kind of annoying. But you know, you don't want to. You're already at the center of attention with everything else going on. But you're right. A little passion, a little something. Maybe it'll. Maybe he'll score tonight. Maybe he'll be surprised. But I don't care if he scores or not. Just you, you gotta. You will? gotta he's a good player, man. He's a great fighter. I remember he knocked out oh, Cook yeah. when he played for Atlanta. Cook played for Pittsburgh. Mm. One of the gnarliest right hands I'll ever see. Just, and yeah. Cook at the time was at his peak rattiness. Oh. And I remember that was just such a nice little, how are you? I remember Cook on Pittsburgh. Oh, Sheesh. man, he was Don Cherry hated when he was in <laughs> Pittsburgh. And it was tough because he had guys like Sid and Dupuy and Kuhn. It's like all like character, well-respected guys in the league, and they had to yeah. like stand up for him. Yeah. It was tough, but they, yeah, he was going quick. Remember Max Talbot? I really yeah, like that Talbot. guy too. Yeah, Talbot, absolute legend in Gatineau. Yeah, yeah, 
shows how he was so he put up like a hundred and something points and got no then went to the nhl and was just like a solid third liner it's crazy mm-hmm. how good you have to be at hockey in order to i sat next to talbot like you know next one he was like two rows in front of me at the nhl draft in vancouver oh yeah yeah me and dudes he was just like sitting by himself like no one with him like just in the fan with the fans it was the coolest thing ever the nhl draft's a cool thing yeah it's a really cool like a lot of legends just mm-hmm. around I used to be a big fan because I was obviously an Oilers fan, so it was always it was relevant to me every year. So yeah. I was always a big draft guy growing up. We when we went to Vancouver for the draft, we were gonna stay at my buddy Tommy's house, but then my buddy Kevin Power, or I shouldn't say his last name, my buddy Kevin <laughs> was already he was there for work, and uh, he had a hotel in the same hotel that all like the players were in, all the yeah. coaches, all the scouts, and everything. So Kevin had like. Uh, he actually lucked out. He had a room with two queens. So me and dude slept on the queen. He had his own queen and he let us like bunk up with him. It was awesome. So we were just kind of, anyways, that was a fun trip. That was a great time. And the NHL all-star game this year is in Toronto. Got to figure that out. Oh yeah. Yeah. We got to figure that out. We got to go. We got to mm. figure that out soon because hotels are going to be. What week is it? I want to say when February. Is... Yeah, it sounds about right. February's going to be a busy month for the guys, for us. But anyway, well, that's in Florida. The... No, it's in Toronto. I said see in Florida. Oh, you're in Florida, <laughs> yeah. What are you doing down there? You got family there? My yeah. mom, my parents are going for two months, so oh, yeah. coach, you're crashing in their spare room, living right. it up. That'd be a good time. Clear water. That'd be a good time. Yes, sir. All right, what are we at right now? 46. Yeah, I still got to do other stuff with it, too. So let's, um, you know... This uh, we got an announcement coming soon. I'm not gonna say it yet. The it'll be the first week in November. I think that's next week, isn't it? Yeah, next weekend. Is it okay? So then there we go. That's exciting. So we have like a really cool announcement coming out um, next week. I'm excited to share with everyone. So stay tuned for that. You'll uh, you'll definitely hear about it. We'll make a video about it. Um, we got a couple other things coming up too with the website. It's just uh, really exciting times right now with the company. As always, I know I keep saying that, but uh, what are you, I'm not gonna sit here and bullshit yeah there is some exciting times i'm uh winter's coming 32 games tonight or sorry 32 all 32 nhl teams tonight that's where i'll be right there that's it thank you jeff you got anything to say no sir no come on say something people want to hear from you go oilers all right everyone listen thank you very much we appreciate the love we are out Watching the sun bake All of those tourists Covered with oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Smell those shrimp They've again at a bar
Nothing to show but this brand new tattoo But it's a real beauty A Mexican beauty How it got here I haven't a clue Searching for 